103. It's the best bits of Manchester's best breakfast show all stuck together in MP3 sellotape. Love Mike and Chelsea. Love the Toulon cast. Right, this is the Key 103 Toulon cast. I'm Mike Toulon. This is Chelsea Norris. Hello. Key 103 Toulon cast. There's uh, a massive online celebrity auction. It's the biggest um, celebrity auction of celebrity stuff there's ever been. And it's for the victims of the um, Japan earthquake and tsunami last month. And people like Robbie Williams and Kylie and Coldplay and uh, David Bowie are all um, contributing some real money-cannot-buy stuff. So yesterday, uh, we all decided that we were going to bid online for various items. Uh, Chelsea's the only one still in the running. So mm. Chelsea's uh, she's got herself in a bit of a tangle here I because uh, there are eight days and ten hours left of this online celebrity auction. You can find it on eBay, eBay by the way. Uh, it's called Family for Japan. And um, there are now eight days and ten hours left. And yesterday, Chelsea put in a bid of £61 to have a very special night out with the German party act Tim Toupe. Mm. And um, she's still the highest bidder. <laughs> oh, I, don't, I don't really want to be. Um, so this is, the, uh, <laughs> this is the thing. You will get to go on stage with Tim Toupe, who is a German party act stroke hairdresser. I only picked him because he had a funny name. Uh, Tim is going to take you on stage for one song uh, during one of his live sets in Cologne. You'll get a special Toupe fan package... <laughs> And a haircut at his very own hairdresser's shop near Cologne. I've never fancied Germany, if I'm honest. Uh, it says the package is for one person only, so you're not allowed to take anyone else. I'm gonna. I'm that's even worse, because I, I could go missing. <laughs> why, why don't you want to go there? It, it'll be fun. The thing is, you know, we all sort of said, oh, what are we going to go for? And I was torn, and I went for him because he had a funny picture. But I honestly didn't think that... Once I bid, that would be it. No one else would bid ever. But what I said to Chelsea last night on the phone was that I am personally, because I want her to, to make sure she gets this bid, and we, we, you know, we want to make sure that the charity does as well as possible. Well, yeah, that I bit, will actually yeah. pay, I will actually send her, I will, I will stick you up in a top uh, cologne YMCA. <laughs> no. Uh, and I, we will pay the flights. So, I don't so, want to go, I'm frightened of him. It's, have you, have you, it's fine, I've been doing some research about him, right? I found out he's a singing barber, that's what he's known as, the singing barber. 40 years old, Mike's 40 as well. So you're already comfortable with people of that age group. Uh, He's got a head like Anthony McPartland, but yeah, worse. But he owns a salon called Hair Concept. And don't worry, because I've done a CRB check on him and the results are pending. <laughs> What's uh, it called nice. again? Hair Concept? It's called Hair Concept. Why do so many hairdressers have crummy names? <laughs> That's a really bad... But Because he's German. Hair Concept? <laughs> um, Chelsea, you'll be very pleased to hear that this guy that you're going to go and meet and perform on... You I'm are going. Chelsea, no, you're going. Chelsea, really go just think Germany. about Japan, yeah? The, the accent's harsh. Um, I've actually, <laughs> I've actually downloaded one of his songs on... Um, well, it's not iTunes. It was another weird variation. Um, and I'm going to play it to you now. So this is a little taste of what Chelsea is going to have to endure for an entire evening in Cologne. Uh, this is Tim Toupe and his massive hit, no, that's a lie, uh, Flyer Glide. Ich lieg gern im Gras und schau zum Himmel rauf. Take it to the bridge, Toupe. Und flieg ein Flieger vorbei, dann wink ich zu ihm rauf. And you want to see the dance moves he does. Und bist du auch noch dabei, dann bin ich super drauf. Tim Toupe live, by the way. I'm going to stick the video on our Facebook site now. Facebook.com slash Q103. If you want to see this guy performing, it's just imagine Chelsea on stage with this absolute rock god. To be fair, it does sound a bit like bass on <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. It's slightly better. 
Uh, and Chelsea's still the top bid, and we need to make I'm sure. I'm not going, though. I, I, was I was slightly concerned by the fact that if I play this song to, to everyone listening now in Manchester, people are going to oh, think, I want a slice of the action. Uh, they might yeah, try and outbid you. So please, I mean, as much money as we want to raise for Japan, don't try and outbid Chelsea on this, because if you do, I'll only top it. Chelsea must go to Cologne. No, gone Tim Toupe crazy, Chelsea. <laughs> there's there's uh, Toupania spreading across Manchester. <laughs> like what I did there. Uh, Di in Mosley says, uh, my little three-year-old Mia was properly rocking out to Tim Toupe. Where do I get it from? <laughs> Someone else says, that was so funny. Thank you for brightening up my day. Chelsea, please go and see Tim Toupe. No, I'm scared. Uh, Emmerin Withenshaw says, that song that you just played uh, was played every single night on our holidays. Uh, the kids loved it. It's about flying a kite, uh, but no, I'm not bidding. Yeah, uh, she's got sense. Alex is on the phone. Good morning, Alex. Good morning. Good morning. Where are you? In Manchester. And have you, like so many others, got Tupania? Uh, no. All right. But I'm half German, so I think I should go with Chelsea. I'll be her interpreter, and we'll have a whale of a time. Ah, <laughs> so you can speak a bit of the old German, can you? I can, yeah. Did you know what? Uh, did you, do you understand anything of what Tim Toupe was singing there? Yeah, it's about flying a kite, but also mainly it's about having a lovely day. It's a lovely day. That's the chorus. What a positive ah, message! That's haunting, isn't it? <laughs> so you're so Chelsea. Alex will go with you. I'll, I'll be your interpreter. But yeah, you can't actually go to the gig. I mean, I'm yeah. reading through it. It says no travel or accommodation included. Mm. Uh, back. That that's all right, Chelsea. I'll stop you there. We can go to my mum's. She's Chelsea, just down the road. You've Chelsea's made a friend. I'm less scared of your mum than I am of Tim. Chelsea's got to go on her own, surely. That's part of the deal. Yeah, it's, it's got to be full of misery. You sound like a nice person, Alex. You might alleviate what, with some the of the pain. song singing, have a nice day. Yeah. It's a wonderful day. Unfortunately, yeah, it's... tickle me while he's singing it. Like in Chelsea in the morning. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Strap Reliever. Presented by a kind of English Tim Toupe. Christmas jumper, Chelsea. This is Ted Baker, yeah? Uh, it's 7.40. It is time for the stress reliever. Uh, if you have any problems, by the way, and you would like a million people's advice, which if you think about it, is a great idea, isn't it? Loads of people listening can all help you out with whatever problem it is you've got, whatever sort of dilemma or moral quandary you have. If you've been a bit stupid, if you've got yourself in trouble, if you're in a bit of a tangle about something, you don't know whether to turn left or turn right, then just send us an email uh, at the Q103 Breakfast Show website, which is q103.co.uk forward slash breakfast. We'll read out your email, we can change your name, and then everyone comes on and gives you advice. Uh, hi, Mike and Chelsea. Uh, my mum doesn't want me to find my biological parents, but it's very important to me. She says I should consider her my real mother, and if I loved her, I would drop this because it makes her feel bad. But her attitude towards me makes me feel bad. It all blew up on Mother's Day. Oh, it always does, isn't it? Yeah. Mother's Day, Christmas Day. Just because I want to know about my real parents doesn't mean I love her any less or that I don't think she's my real mother. Why can't I have both? I'm 22 now, and I think it's a pretty fair question to ask. I know my real parents actually live somewhere in the Manchester area. Well, at least they did when I was 16. And I think my mum might even know where they are. So what do I say to her to make her get it? She's making me miserable about this, but it's important to me, and I don't want to drop it. Have you got any advice, says Shelley in Swinton. Um, well, do you know, um, I think, very much like someone who's about to wear a pair of leather chaps, we should butt out, <laughs> right? Because we, we don't really know... We've not been in this situation, I have Chelsea. a bit, actually. OK, Chelsea's back in. Chelsea's <laughs> back in the room. I'm, I'm still out. I'm still out. I'm not going to offer my opinion because I've not been here and I think anything I say will probably be stupid and wrong as normal. Uh, so I'm not going to say a word on this. Um, 
If, well, Chelsea, you have been in this situation? Well, a, a little bit, yeah. I think, obviously, my mum and dad split up when I was 18 months old. He lives in Australia and I left at four. And when my granddad passed away, it was the first time I'd seen him. So it was over 20 years I'd not seen him. And we went to Australia and it was a case of do I see him or do I not? And it made my mum feel a bit uncomfortable. Oh, right. So I know a little bit about it. Okay. She would never stop me and didn't stop me, but I know she found it quite difficult. And I think... You know, had I got on with him brilliantly, it probably would have made her feel a bit like, oh, I've looked after her for 20-odd years and off she's gone. But actually, she let me go and it, what I found wasn't that great. No. And so it was fine in the end. But, you know, I think she never stopped me and had she done it, it might have made me rebel a bit more. So I would say she must do it for herself, but don't be too disheartened if what you find isn't what you desire. Okay. Poignant words there yeah. from uh, little Miss Norris. I'll duck out now. That was okay. good. That was good. You bailed good. out on a high there, love. <laughs> you did very well. Mike and Chelsea in the morning. The, the, the stress reliever today is about a girl who wants to find her real biological parents, but her, her adoptive parents aren't so keen, or her adoptive mum isn't keen. She's taking it really personally. Uh, Kristen Sulfur says, This girl is 22. She should do what she thinks she wants to do. Uh, but bear in mind that the grass isn't always greener on the other side. I don't think she's considering, you know, moving away with the other mum, with a real mum. She just wants to do, kind of meet her. Um, I mean, like I said, I, I, I've never been in this situation, but I would imagine that it should be okay, and it's probably just the mum's insecurity, isn't it? Mm. Uh, Georgina, oh, in fact, uh, Georgina says the same thing. She says, your mother is insecure and frightened about you using your love. Sit down with your adoptive mum and tell her that you need to do this, but you want her support, and nothing's ever going to change your love for her. Uh, says Georgina. Chelsea, who's, who's saying um, what on Facebook? Danielle Farrow's come up with a good point. She said there might be a reason behind the fact that the adoptive mother doesn't want her to find a real mother. Maybe the adoptive mother stole her. You know, like something out of EastEnders. Oh, mm. possibly. Yeah. Doubt it, though. Oh, yeah. uh, but something could have happened or she could have, um, you know, there could be something she's hiding. And um, Patsy Edwards puts it beautifully. I love the, love the way she's used English here. She <laughs> says, um, I really believe Shelley should be granted the freedom to find her parents. Her adopted mum shouldn't stand in a way. It's right for her to know a biological family history. Hopefully her mum will be more understanding or she may lose Shelley. At 22, she doesn't need approval, though it is morally right to seek it. You're right. How very well... How beautifully written. Eloquently. Push. I feel like I need to deliver it to I would notes. describe that as Trebian. <laughs> now, Matt, I know, um, obviously, you can't relate to this 100%, but we know that Colin, your dad, actually tried to have you adopted. <laughs> this is just nasty. <laughs> uh, yes, he did, but uh, we're still, still fighting those chances. Yeah. <laughs> He's still looking for a loophole in the birth certificate. <laughs> Failsworth. Good morning, Karen. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, now what's your what's your uh, what's your take on this situation? The, 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 this girl wants to meet her real biological parents. The adoptive mum ain't so keen. What do you reckon? Yeah, I think there's a couple of things really. I think that the, the girl really needs to um, make sure that she reassures her mum properly um, about the reasons why she wants to find a, a, an actual mum. I think she also needs to, to remember that. It takes somebody really, really special to love a child that isn't their natural child. And she needs to sort of remember the sensitivities around that, that a mum might feel rejected by it. Um, I know she's probably looking for to find out who she is, and she needs to probably explain that to her mum as well. But, but she also needs to realise that, that although some of, of who she actually is has come from nature, which has come from a birth mother, you know, most of who she is has come from nurture, which is obviously her ad adopted mum. I just think it's about. It's really important that she gets that message across to her, to her adoptive mum that she is a real mum because uh, she's the one that nurtured her and made her most of who she is. 
So, um, that's just my take on it. Yeah, anyway. no, I, th- I think you're right. You, 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 Chelsea had a similar kind of scenario that you've got, really got to look at it from the mum's point of view as well, haven't you? And there might yeah. there might be some yeah. reason, there might be some reason uh, why oh, the yeah. mum, you know, she's shielding her. There might be some reason why the mum well, yeah, doesn't that's want... It. Yeah, we, we but obviously yeah. you don't ever want your child to feel any rejection and if they do find them and then they're yeah. not wanted then they're going to have to be the one that picks up the pieces of that hurt, aren't they? Yeah, a, 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 a real mum probably knows you know, a little bit about a, 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 a birth mother. Yeah. Um, and it might so not be, it might be, it might be a very rosy story, yes. Mike and Chelsea's off to this pub quiz tonight. Which pub are you going to again? The Puss in Boots. The Puss in Boots in Offerton. I don't know whether I should admit this. And um, <laughs> she, there's been loads of people getting us on Facebook with various uh, bits of etiquette advice for how to win a pub quiz. How to cheat. Uh, Zoe has got us at facebook.com slash key103 and she says, um, don't sit near any elderly people because they grass you up for cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you're just texting a team member who couldn't make it and you've already lost by eight points, we always get grumpy looks. Uh, Anita Love... That's a good name, that, isn't it? Uh, says, get Matt to sit in the car outside on a laptop and Chelsea wears a hands-free hidden under a wig. <laughs> a bit extreme, isn't He'd it? miss the hot pot tea, though, and a pint. He'd never do it. He'd never agree to it. Listen, Chelsea, I found, um, I found some quiz questions, right? Um, oh, and, and Matt, listen, you've got some as well, right? Mm. What I thought might be a good idea, because it's Chelsea's first foray into the world of pub quizness. Um, we're going to give you a couple of questions now and see how you would do, Okay. Right now? Yeah, right now. Right here, right now. Oh, my God. As Fatboy once said. Right. You ready? Yeah. Okay, so uh, <coughs> I've got to do my pub quiz meister voice. Oh, right. I'll have to practice that. Okay, so everyone please settle down. Uh, settle down. We've got the uh, question uh, Question number one, okay? Question number one is a film question. I can do without the echo. Do I write it down or just yeah. say it out loud? Y- you say it out loud, okay. Uh, question number one is a film question, film question, question number one. Good luck, everyone. H.G. Uh, Wells is the time machine has uh, been made into a movie twice, but which actor played the time traveller in the 2002 version of the film? Okay, that's question number one. Uh, question number two, Matt, please. Uh, question number two, thank you, Mike. I'm not sure why we're both assuming this stupid accent, but in which year did the First World War end? In which year <laughs> did the First World War end? Okay, that's question number two for oh, Matt. Know, no, 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 question number two, Chelsea. Right, okay, numbers to one to six. Uh, change it for a thought. <laughs> right, question number three. Uh, the long, the long scarf... Like, shall I stop doing the stupid voice? No, I'm gonna like get it. Okay. Uh, the long scarf-like tail worn from the hood by university doctors, learned men and graduates is called... Which of the following is it a a baffly gab is it b a titty nope is it c a anti-cop or is it d a lily poop uh, the long scarf like tail worn by the hood by university doctors learned men and graduates is called which the following is it a a baffly grab is it b a titty nope is it c an atticop or is it d a lily poop uh, is it a b c or d the name of the long scarf like tail back next question thank you Mike. the next question is as follows the members of which <laughs> <laughs> this is Silly. The members of which 70s band included Brian Ferry and Brian Eno. That's a double B, double Brian. Brian Ferry and Brian Eno. But which 70s band were they in? <laughs> These are really old questions. The World War. And fi- uh, question film. number five. Question number five is another music question. Which 80s band from the album The Lexical Love uh, had this hit? It's a beat the intro. Okay, listen up, everyone. You don't get any points for the song, but what was the bad, okay? Have a listen. (laughs) 
Okay, and final question, question number six, Matt Hasler. Thank you, my final question is uh, a bit of a showbiz television type question for all of you guys out there, and girls as well. They watch the television these days, I believe, political correctness and stuff like that. Uh, who invented the television? Who invented the television? And that is the final question, right? So you should have now six answers. Six. (laughs) I'm turning into Bruce. You should have now six answers. Write them down. We're going to mark them right after this. Richard Fleishman's here, everybody. Morning, Richard. Good morning. What did you think to that? That was beautiful. Listen, the last time... The last time I sang to you, it got me a job at the Opera House. Remember the last time I sang to you on the radio, your mum was listening, she was producing a big show. Uh, I was the headline act. Mike sold the tickets. (laughs) (laughs) So listen, Ghost the Musical is doing amazingly well. I haven't heard... Genuinely, and if I had, I'd bring it up. I I haven't heard one bad thing about it. Oh, touch wood. I know. Yeah, it seems to be going all right. So, there. obviously, you play Sam Wheat. Do you get to yeah. sing Unchained Melody? Um, yeah, that is in there, but the rest is all original music from Dave Stewart. Right, Glenn okay. Ballard. The Eurythmics bloke. The Eurythmics, and also Glenn Ballard, who, who wrote stuff like Man in the Mirror for Michael Jackson. So oh, man. That was music. quite a good song, wasn't yes, it? Yeah, yeah, that, that little-known yeah. song. Yeah. <laughs> the gospel choir made it at the end, doesn't <laughs> it? Um, I love uh, the Oda May Brown character, so obviously Whoopi Goldberg played it in the movie. It, what, what's the woman like who plays it in the play? Sharon D. Clark. She's yeah. like a West End legend. She's been in everything. She was the like, original Rafiki, and she was in Hairspray, and all these crazy, massive things. I bet she's a real character, isn't she? Yeah. Oda May Brown and Rafiki, two of, the, two of the best characters in musical history, aren't they? Yeah. Is there a Potter's Wheel? Is there a Potter's Wheel? There is. I mean, this is... It's it's the very much a musical play version. It's nothing to do with the film in terms of, you know, a lot of the things are going to have changed, but it's very truthful because Bruce, who wrote the film, is there with us every day and he, he's written the play. So right. It is very faithful to it, but it does kind of twist and turn and change. Does the potter's wheel, I'm happy. You're happy. That's yeah. all you need, very really, yeah. So you have to so make actually, a pot on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I'll forget that entire answer and just go, yes. 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 There is some clay. Just. There's some there's some clay work involved. Yeah, you should have it fired at the end, shouldn't you? And then you could just sell it from whatever... Is oh. Oh, yeah. on each night. Here you are, it's a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't meant to be. Um, I think that the, 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 the sort of the Demi Moore character, now that's Cassie, isn't it, who plays Casey. that? Casey. Casey, yeah. sorry. Um, that must be a hard role to play because she basically must spend the entire play, the entire crying. musical crying. <laughs> she spends a large amount of it crying, yeah. I mean, um, we both we both have quite a, an emotional journey, but at least for Sam, there's kind of light and shade and there's, there's moments when... Yeah, but you stay away from the light, though, don't you? See, who knows the story better than me? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a gremlin. There's, there's, no, there's, there's a bit where the big spotlight. There's a bit where the big spotlight comes on Sam, and you can either go up to heaven, yes. or you can hang around and haunt the hell out of Molly. Yes. Yeah, and you take the second option. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. selling it. You're selling <laughs> it. Yeah. It's great. The big spotlight. <laughs> well, actually, no. The effects are supposed to be really good, aren't they? There's holograms and all sorts of. There's stuff. great. Well, Paul Keeve, who. Um, worked on the Harry Potter films, he's come and done all the illusions and, I mean, I don't know, because a lot of the time for me the illusions consist of, <laughs> am I doing it right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stood there. But actually, when 2,000 people kind of go, <gasps> Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah somebody time. said, because we recorded a load of people coming out one of the first shows, and they said, oh, it's amazing when the hologram comes on and then people were just crying throughout the whole thing. I'm really? looking forward to it because I love misery. Yes, Chelsea does. <laughs> <laughs> That's her currency. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Fleishman is here, star of the uh, the musical Ghost, which is running at the Opera House now till the 14th of May. 14th of May, and then we take it down to the Piccadilly in London, yeah. All right. How come it started up here? I mean, we're glad. 
Well, what usually happens is um, we do like in-town previews for a, for a West End musical, but because this is a world premiere, they wanna they wanted to kind of test it on an audience. That, right. That and you suggested my mum and dad live in Poynton. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I've got some friends. Can we, can we take it? I can definitely half sell the front row. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how are you, mum and dad? Are they okay? They're all right. They're yeah. Really, yeah. Okay. They're really, really well. Um, this is David Fleishman and, and uh, Sue Jenkins, of course, is uh, Rich's mum and dad, who I bumped into at Christmas time yeah. in St Anne's Square. And uh, they were buying, I was buying a present for my girlfriend, they were buying a present, I think for you, or, or for your sister Emily, so I don't know whether you got it or not, they were buying a clock made out of a CD single. Did you get it? A clock made out of a CD? Or maybe it was for what, <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's like a future present. Oh, maybe I've just <laughs> ruined it. Maybe That'll you saw my tool and I don't want to get the same uh, <laughs> yeah. present as this one. <laughs> yeah. They did tend to back away when they saw me saying what a good stall it was. No, it was really good, I was buying an ACDC CD clock. No, right. that doesn't sound the coolest thing. No, it doesn't. Oh, no, well, that's doesn't matter how many times them. you say it. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole family okay? Because there's really, a whole really family well. of showbiz going on at your end, isn't it? Yeah, they're really, yeah. really well. <laughs> Whenever I think Rosie of Rosie Richard's well. family, I can just see this piano. Because I think they did something once in your house. I can't remember, some TV yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can just see them all stood round it going, da-da-da, like do, singing. It, well, that does happen. I've, so I've seen talented. it. This, is, this isn't a, an unfair description, really, Rich, is it? <laughs> no, it's not, though, is it? I've been to your house. I have sung around your piano. Yeah, no, it's tr it's the truth. Yeah. You hate the whole Von Trapp comparison, but it, it's Oh, there. don't ruin the illusion. I love it. Oh, okay. It's exactly like Thanks. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're based up in Manchester, obviously, from now till till, till May. Are you living here now? Because you, you, you've been around the world with Elton John. You've done all sorts of things. In no, I mean, I mean, well, I live in London now. Right. But, um, and we go back, obviously, when we're doing this um, down there, and we're, here, we're there until February. But um, I'm kind of just floating at the moment. Like I've, I've got no flat to go back to because I've just got rid of it in London. So, um, ah, right. Moment. They're not as nice down here. there, though, are they? They're not. They're not as nice. It's a bit no, cold, I think. It's, do you know what? It depends where you go. I think you can find nice people everywhere. Yeah. Um, but there is. it's more busy. I think yeah. people have more time. You They're can, all on a mission to yeah, you get can somewhere, just, aren't you they? You don't get yeah. random conversations with people in car parks and stuff. It just doesn't happen. Does that London. happen to you a lot up here? <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. You're sort of flashing your headlights. Yeah. George Michael flashes his. I thought, oh, he's being ever so friendly. I'll go and have a nice conversation. <laughs> that nice man in the car. <laughs> who hasn't got a dog. Yeah. Odd that he didn't have any clothes on, but we just passed him. <laughs> Talking of um, George Michael and all things like that, um, so you obviously spent a lot of time with, with Elton John, didn't you? So, so you, yes. you actually toured was it Germany? Um, all sorts of places. Yeah, Belgium. we did uh, Sweden, Denmark, uh, Austria, Germany, Norway. Loads of places. Amazing. Loads what what places. was that? That must have been an incredible experience for you. Mad. I mean, it's it's amazing how similar they all look when you're doing a stage is a, a stage, stage yeah, in a stage the dark. Is a stage, <laughs> which is so I kind of think I've gone to all these places, but actually I haven't really. I've seen yeah. the, the airport and the, <laughs> and the hotel room. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, just and, and the odd car park. <laughs> Never miss Let's a good move car away park. from the car park. <laughs> Did you get to spend much time with him, or was it a case of you were there and he was over there? No, I mean, I was really, really lucky, and I mean, <clears throat> probably my one experience ever that I'll ever get of going on a private jet because he used, oh, to, he used wow. to take me on his jet with him which was quite nice because some wow. warm up like some people who talk they never meet the act do they oh yeah we've, yeah we've yeah. done it a few times you think god that's oh, and sometimes if the band don't get on and I'm talking about Aha here ladies and gentlemen one of the finest uh, <laughs> rock combos oh. of all time uh, sometimes they so don't even you've brought up ACDC <laughs> and Aha I, I, I'm going to move on to the bees I'm going to bring in the bees in a minute um, they, they actually used to travel to gigs separately they used to hate each other so never mind meeting the support act they never actually even used to hang out unless they're on, stage, on stage together. Stage. Just on stage. Now together. on to bewitched. <laughs> yeah, now bewitched. <laughs> oh, there's a band. Mike and Chelsea in the morning. Q103.
It's nice to have you back, Ricky. It's so nice to be back. Honestly, I've just been getting all emotional. Ricky. Oh, it's so Ricky, nice. everyone. It's Ricky Fleishman. Um, so, so let's just quickly go over it. So, obviously, Coronation Street was massive for you. Then you went off. You did your solo career thing. You toured around the world with that. And John, now you become a West End star. Now you're in the uh, Ghost of Musical in Manchester, moving back to the West End. Uh, and, and that's your that's your life. This has been your life. <laughs> that's right, life. Richard Fleishman. So, so what's happening? What's happening after this then? So after Ghost finishes next May, is it? What is it? No, no. We well, we finish in Manchester in May. Right. And then we go down to the West End. And Until... We, we're, well, it's, I mean, like any... It's kind of indefinite. Oh, it's but, ongoing. But we've all agreed as the first original company for a year. From right, OK. So I would imagine if you were doing the same thing um, day in, day out, like, say, if you're doing two performances a day, these West End stars who are in, like, uh, Les Mis or whatever, or Cats, after the first four or five years, wouldn't it get, like, really boring? Yeah, yeah I mean, you don't do two a day. We do one every day apart from a Thursday and Saturday, which would be a two. Yeah. Um, so it's eight shows a week. It was a massive ask. But then again, there's no buzz like being in the West End. It is unbelievable to play to, you know, 1,500 people who have, you know, paid a lot of money and, and it's a really kind of exciting thing for them to do. And it just, it carries you along, the buzz of the show. And, um, yeah, it's really exciting. Ask me again in six months. <laughs> <laughs> I, was say, I can't wait That's to get out. That's the opening week spiel. <laughs> I did see, I did see um, Denise Van Outen on Loose Women the other day who's been doing... Um, what is it? The blonde one. Legally blonde. Legally blonde. For like forever. And she looked really tired. Yeah. So, she's not done yeah. it forever. I only left in October. Oh, were you in that one before, weren't yeah, you? She's, yeah. She's done it for six months. That's forever. Forever. Yeah. Well, loads of time. In, in showbiz it is. <laughs> Matt, have you met Matt, by the way? I don't think you, you have. Been have you? A bit silent, Matt's Matt. been a bit quiet. You're not usually so shy. Don't be shy just because Ricky's in town. I'm very nervous. He <laughs> 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 looked at me and everything then. <laughs> So you've got a busy day ahead today, Rich? We've got a busy day. We're going into um, tech, some of Act 2. Okay. Tweak and change some things. And then we have, um, yeah, we've got a performance tonight. So Ghost the Musical runs at the Opera House in Manchester until May the 14th. If you want to go, tickets online and tickets on the Key 103 ticket line now. Mike and Chelsea in the morning. Key All this week on Mike and Chelsea in the morning, we want someone to win the most amazing wedding ever with the Saddleworth Hotel and become Key103's bride-to-be. We now have, in the studio, our four Key103 brides-to-be! Hello, <laughs> Chelsea, who are our bridezillas? Uh, I mean, bri brides-to-be. No, don't call them that yet. Not yet, anyway. Um, on Monday, it was Tracy Woolham from Warrington. Tracy got engaged in New York at Christmas. She's a student nurse and she wants her bridesmaids dresses in peach. Good morning, Tracy. Good morning. How are you doing? You OK? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. Are you excited to be here? Yeah, I'm nervous. I know. <laughs> I am too. They're, they're filming this now for ITV1. Yeah, this is just the pressure wasn't the pressure enough. <laughs> enough already. So, so you, you got engaged in New York at Christmas. It was a very romantic Times Square thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, just remind us, what's the name of the fiancé again? Dan. Okay, and you're a student nurse, so obviously there's not enormous amounts of cash coming in for you at the no, minute, so you could really well. do with this, couldn't you? Yeah, definitely. Okay, and Peach, are you sure about this? I think so. I don't know. It was a random thing, <laughs> because I was trying to fill it out as good as I could, so... Oh, right, okay, cool. Yeah. I'd, I'd steer clear of Peach, if I Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Not look a bit 80s. Let's meet our next bride. Okay, uh, on Tuesday it was Jenny Jones from Drawlston. Uh, Jenny's been engaged for four years. She wants her little boy to walk down the aisle with her. And she wants her wedding day to be quirky. Good morning. <laughs> hey, Jenny, how are you? I'm all right. What do you mean by quirky, What do you Jenny? mean by quirky, Jen? Just different things. Like, look, I want, like, a tuck shop. Um, a tuck shop? Yeah, just little different things. To... An ice cream van. Yes. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Why don't you all dress up as uh, members of the cast of Star Wars? Ah, maybe. Yeah? <laughs> I like You're Jenny, not but that was that TV show, wasn't it, where they did it? <laughs> what, the Star Wars? Did I you? Star Wars? Okay, let's meet Wednesday's bride. It is Rachel Marsden from Drawston all uh, Wednesday's uh, bride, Rachel, is uh, five years engaged, and every time they plan a wedding, she gets herself pregnant. <laughs> 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 
Four kids later and it's finally time to get married. Uh, good morning, Rachel. Have you seen the figure on them? Just said she's had you've four not kids. had four kids. Have I, you look um, at you? I have a gym workout every day. With I was going to say every hour you're a whippet. <laughs> There's nothing on you. Okay, so yes, I remember. I remember chatting to you. So yes, every time you start planning a wedding, you get out the duff yeah, again. Don't I have you? A baby. That's what getting pregnant does. So I'm doing instead. it. You have a baby instead. Okay, and finally Thursday's bride is Lisa Nolan from Wilmslow. Lisa's 25. He's 45. She wants a quiet, intimate gathering, but with two chief bridesmaids, six uh, six bridesmaids in total, four flower girls, and a page boy. <laughs> so yes, it's nice to chat to you. So you, we, we chatted to you uh, yesterday, wasn't it? Oh, yes. And there was the age gap and everything, and you don't even look 25. Oh, thank you. And, and, and your, your, what's the name of your fiancé again? It's Colin. Colin, okay. And does he look like a young 45? He's handsome. Is he handsome? Is he a hottie? He's my hottie, yeah. He's not. Oh, I want to see a picture. I want to see it. Have you got a picture? <laughs> he's outside. He's where? outside. Where? where? Oh, there no, no, that's not, he's oh, not, that's not him. He's, a, he's a good-looking oh, man. He is. He d you don't look he 45, Colin. That's all right. I don't look 40. People tell me this. I don't look 40. Uh, okay, Stay Ches. over 43. <laughs> what, can our, what can our brides expect to win at the Saddleworth Hotel? Well, I did go to Saddleworth so that I could tell you exactly what the prize is going to be. It's a beautiful place run by a guy called Tony. He's done it all himself. It's family run. Uh, it's very old. It's got big stone windows. There's a beautiful, big, uh, modern part of it where you can have a great big disco, beautiful, big uh, fireplace. Or, and what's really nice is when you get there, if the weather is great, you can actually get married outside over looking all the hills under a big stone pergola and you can also sign the register out there as well. It's absolutely beautiful. Under a big what? It's like a pergola, you know, What's like... a pergola? Um, <laughs> like a... I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a stone structure. A stone structure, okay. <laughs> it's uh, nice anyway. Don't try and impress the girls with Sorry. your knowledge. Uh, yes, it's a beautiful <laughs> edifice. <laughs> it's really nice. Uh, okay, uh, well, these girls all this week have been proving they are uh, up for being Key103's bride-to-be. Uh, we've now got the first part of the challenge and we have envelopes. We've got our four Key 103 brides-to-be in the studio with us now. And I've got to say, the atmosphere between them is actually very good. I expected lots <laughs> of bitchy false. comments, lots of, <laughs> lots of sniping, each other, I can tell. lots of cattiness. Uh, but you're, you're apparently getting on very well. There's a, there's a, there's a, yeah. a, a sisterhood. So, Rachel and Jenny, Rachel, you're both from Droylson, aren't you? Yeah. So, you actually, do you guys know each other already? No, because no. I've only moved there recently. Well, I wouldn't try and pretend there's going to be any kind of friendship. <laughs> no. Not if one wins and the other. By the end of the week. <laughs> Rachel, just uh, just come near the microphone a second. Rachel, so it's your it's your um, little son's birthday, yes, today, is it? Yes, he's uh, Lincoln's one today. Oh. I've left him at home. He's playing with his. Uh, You've left him at home. <laughs> yeah. You've got to prioritise, just... haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's free Wedding stuff to be won. Absolutely. He's Sorry, only one. He won't remember. So he's on his own, just with a little cupcake and with a candle yeah. sticking out of it, just thinking, "Where's my mummy gone?" <laughs> he doesn't understand. Lincoln, one day you'll be grateful your mum abandoned you. <laughs> Right, now listen, this is, this is what's going to happen. This is the important This bit. is the important bit, right? This is the, the start to the first part of your challenge. We're going to give you an envelope, okay? Inside it is 50 English smackers to go out and buy yourself a wedding dress. Okay, oh Chelsea, will you hand out the envelopes of destiny, please? Lisa. Okay, there's yours. Rachel. Thank you. Uh, Jenny. Thank you. And Tracy. Okay, so open up the envelopes now. At the moment, it doesn't explain a lot, does it? No. <laughs> 50 quid. Okay, 
50 English smackers to go out and buy yourself a wedding dress. Now, £50 obviously isn't going to get you very far with a wedding dress, so you're going to have to hunt one down from a, a charity shop or a second-hand shop like Chelsea often frequents. Yeah, there is a... <laughs> very dare you. Uh, I think there are a few charity shops that specialise in wedding dresses, right? So you'll be able to find them. Right, uh, and, then, yeah. and then the next part of it is we want you to spend the next six days wearing your wedding dress and sending us pictures of you doing normal stuff in your wedding dress. Right, so, for example, you might you might have a picture, yeah, you might, because brownies, you are a student nurse, you could wear it in the hospital, I would imagine. I could take it with me. Yeah, absolutely. You could have a photograph doing the washing up in it, Tesco's, filling up the car at the gym. Whatever it is you want to do in your wedding dress, right, we're then going to upload your pictures onto the Key 103 website, and the more places that you are, the better for you, right? So so the more places you can kind of impress the Key 103 listeners by, by, by being in your wedding dress, the better for you, okay? So, 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 so you know, be inventive and be creative and do stuff that when we upload the pictures on the website, people think, God, they're, they're wacky. You know that they're thing that, that us girls have where you don't want to look daft? Yeah, you've got to forget that. You've got to forget that. But you've got to keep the prize in right at the forefront of your mind, and then you won't Eyes on the prize, Chelsea. Like Linda always told you, eyes on the prize. So, yeah, so that's that's the first little hurdle. But then this wedding is is, is pretty amazing. It's worth winning. So get used to it. You know, you might frighten a couple of men in the street if you sort of approach them, hey, and you're dressed in your whites. Uh, There are a few more hurdles you may have to jump through next Friday. So this is just the start, but we need you to wear your wedding dresses for a week and send us the pictures, okay? Then Key 3 listeners are going to vote online and see which one of you. And most importantly, um, the, 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 the better you do with this and the more people vote for you, the better the start will be on Friday's challenge, okay? Yeah, so we can't give too much away, but you'll have to do something right. next Friday. The better you do with this will give you a head start over the others in next Friday. Right. Mike and some sauerkraut in my leden I hate this already. <laughs> uh, it's 7.44 on Q103. Uh, we've got our sights set on Tim Toupe from Germany. Uh, Chelsea is bidding on a very special I'm night out with the though. German party act Tim Toupe. It's an amazing auction item that uh, we feel here at uh, Key 103 we can't walk away to uh, walk away from because it's all in aid of the EMI Family for Japan appeal. Why didn't I just pick a, a picture? So if Chelsea wins, and why shouldn't she, um, Chelsea's got to go to Cologne and Tim Toupe will take Chelsea on stage for one song during one of his live sets in Germany. And the promise is that when the auction ends, uh, she's going to get a special fan package and she's going to get a haircut at his hairdresser shop near Cologne. And why a haircut, I hear you ask? Why, yeah. Why a haircut? Because Tim Toupe is a German master hairdresser Why as not? well as being a singer and a novelty party act. He's also a hairdresser, Chelsea. Yeah. So at the end of the show that you'll be performing in, you get oh. to uh, have a free short back and sides. I don't even want my hair. Look, I have hair extensions. I don't need it cutting. This is someone else's hair, probably from Germany. <laughs> uh, Toupe has become famous in Germany, well-ish, as the singing barber. And amazingly, has had a number of party hits, which have actually got into the German top 40. For children's parties. <laughs> uh, of which this is one. We played this yesterday. This is an absolute haunting ballad <laughs> called Flygelide. Ich lieg gern im Gras und schau zum Himmel rauf. Wait for the chorus, though, because it builds. Schauen die ganzen Wolken und ich flieg, flieg, flieg. Come on, Chelsea! Come on, Chelsea! Come on! Chelsea's not doing anything! Why aren't you joining in? I'm not going to argue. 
argue that it's, it's quite a catchy song. It's but a brilliant I, song. I'll, I'll be really honest with you. I feel that if I do show any um, remote enjoyment or excitement, it will lead me to Germany. Chelsea, you are going to I Germany. I don't want to go to Germany. Chelsea's I've never, I've never fancied Germany. Don't be... It's, listen, no, you've got to forget about what happened in the 1940s. Yeah, We've moved on from that. I haven't found... I find, I find um, you know, I find it a bit aggressive, the, 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 the way they speak. <laughs> what? That might be More slightly aggressive racist. than the way you speak. <laughs> So Chelsea currently is the top bidder, um, but you, the, the money is going to the victims That's of Japan, I so I suggest you think money, about that, Chelsea, right, without still. putting your own happiness first. Uh, so many people have been texting in about um, about Tim Tupé. Who would have thought? Who would have thought it? <laughs> uh, someone just says, uh, thanks, Mike. I've just killed myself laughing at you two singing along to that German trash. <laughs> Excuse me, it's not trash. It's Tosh. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Adnell says, love the German. Get him in the charts. You and Chelsea can release it for charity. Uh, we've got Sally on the phone. Morning, Sally. Good morning. Good morning. What did you think to Tim Tupac? Please help me, Sally. Oh, no. The, it's absolutely mad. It was a song that was played every night when we went to Mallorca. My children loved it. And it was full of these German mad entertainers. I'd say stay well clear, Chelsea. So you've, actually, all... you've actually experienced the Tim Tupac... Was Tim one of the entertainers? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was good enough. The song was played every single night. We ended up in a hotel that was predominantly for Germans. And that was the key song. And they all jumped up. Everybody joined in, adult children alike, and all the English sat there biting the nails, looking very nervous. Maybe he's more famous than we think. Well, oh, it's, it's weird because the Germans aren't known for their sense of humour. Big in Mallorca. Well, big in Mallorca. Big in Mallorca. Big in Mallorca. I mean, if you play that song, my children will remember it very clearly <laughs> and sang it for weeks and weeks and weeks afterwards. Oh, that uh, sounds fun. And I couldn't believe it when you when you played it yesterday. I thought it just shivers went down my spine. You thought you'd got rid of it. Well, I don't I don't want to bore people by playing the same Tim Toupe song all the time. So I've got another track. Yeah. Yay! Fantastic. Now I actually played this to Matt uh, here down the phone last night. Matt loved it. I said, "Listen, should we play this on the show tomorrow?" It's a classic. It's a classic. It's a haunting ballad. Is it's, it? a, it's a follow-up to Flagleyield. Uh, and we'll play this for you as well, Sally, with hopes of uh, happy you. New Yorker memories. Uh, this is Ali on Kim 103. Ready, Matt? Oh yeah. Bye. <laughs> I don't think many people have actually just tuned in. Paul's on the phone. Good morning, Paul. Morning. Morning, mate. Did you go to Chelsea's pub? Well, it wasn't Chelsea's pub quiz. Did you go to the Puss in Boots in Offerton last night? Yeah, we were there. How did you get on? We actually left before it um, finished. Uh, we left we before it started. Well. Are we you were doing, doing pretty well, apparently. What, how, why did you leave before it finished? Oh, we were just out for uh, my um, sister-in-law's Birthday party. All ah, right. Okay. Did you did you spy Chelsea in the crowd? Yeah, we did. Um, the DJ did a massive announcement about it. <laughs> oh, did he? Oh, yeah. this is terrific. It was super what did, embarrassing. What, <laughs> what did the DJ say? He was uh, it was looking at her and he was asking her to put a hand up and <laughs> making comments about moving somewhere. I can't remember exactly yeah, what he was saying, but he was he's sniffing. It what? was busy, wasn't it? 
it was the evening. <laughs> hey, what, he said yeah. he had 50 slips and he'd sold out. With, well, not sold out, yeah. but rid of them in my Well, that's because we kept plugging it. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, in fact, what was his name? Because, you know, the, the people who do pub quizzes have always got really, like, kind of comedic names. They're always like, Tell... <laughs> or, or, you know, Davy's Pub Quiz. Dangerous or, Clive. Yeah, it's all that sort of it stuff. It was yeah? Steve-O. It's Steve-O! Steve-O! Steve-O, the quiz master. How right was I? Yeah. So, was it completely rammed then last night, Paul? Absolutely heaving. We went out for a birthday meal and we couldn't... We couldn't sit down, let alone eat. This is Save for the free chilli. We'd just eaten. Oh, right. It did smell pretty good, though. That wouldn't have it stopped was, Chelsea no. if the word free had been in front of it. I don't. <laughs> I, I miss lunch and tea for the free supper. I was oh, going to say, excuse me, what, time, yeah. uh, what time's tea? Oh, all right. <laughs> um, so, cheers, Paul. So, um, Chelsea, what was the name of your quiz team, then, in the end? We went for Mum, Dad, I'm Gay. <laughs> what? What? I don't know. It was just controversial. No, hang on. No, we no. thought it might be controversial? funny the way he, when he read it out. That's just a bit weird. Mum, Dad, I'm Gay? Yes. Yeah, who suggested that in the party? Um, I don't know. It was a group decision. Right. I can't remember. No, it can't have been a group decision. You can't have <laughs> collectively come to the group name Mum, Dad, I'm Gay. We thought it might be funny when he read it out, Steve-O. Oh, I see. You're trying to stitch up Steve-O. Yes. How dare you? After all Steve-O's done for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, he, he did a couple of things which were quite funny. He was like, you know, you are slower than... A, well, well, I won't tell you how slow you are. Yeah, because he sort of... I don't think he thought he didn't the end have of the end of a sentence. <laughs> then oh, I had to go up and complain Steve. at one point. Oh, because Chelsea. there was a what sort of hangman-style part of the uh, the thing, and it said current film, and, you know, there was, like, a few letters and you had to fill in the blanks. And I, I couldn't think for the life of me. And then I thought, oh, I know it, but it's not current. And then he went, well, actually, when I say current, it's probably about 12 or 14 months old. Oh, right. I said, well, that's not current, Steve-O, really is it? Is Come it? on, get with the programme. But, uh, Question number two on, uh, on Steve-O's uh, quiz of the night. Question number two everyone eyes down <laughs> i'd like to welcome chelsea noise from q103 to the pub today uh you might want to keep away from the bar <laughs> snacks uh, because uh, a cheesy moment on the lips <laughs> is a lifetime on the hips <laughs> was he like that it wasn't that good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, Steve-O right, was Steve very it. nice. Um, and there was a pitch around and stuff. It was quite difficult. There were some quite challenging questions. So how did you brains. do? And in final place, final place tonight, it's Mum, Dad, I'm Gay. Final place for Mum, Dad, I'm Gay. We'll see you at the same time next Thursday. Well, I can tell you, I brought, I brought props. You brought props? We came third! Are you proud of this? Out of 50 teams. 50? Yeah. 50? God, Steve-O owes me a pint. I have now got... Uh, what have you got? £15 in vouchers to go back oh. and spend. Really? Yeah, look at me big gold voucher. You I've love got that. I've got I've got a golden ticket. Yeah, we oh, came third out of about good. teams. Congratulations to everyone involved in Mum, Dad, I'm Gay. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's not as bad as you thought, is no, it? No, it's not, is it? Mike and Chelsea The greatest steeplechase of the year. The biggest horse race of the year. In fact, because of the weather and everything being so warm tomorrow, uh, they're predicting record bets. It's going to be the biggest grand national ever tomorrow, 4.15. Tomorrow afternoon over an Aintree. They're saying that uh, race goers are going to knock back 240,000 pints of beer. Wow. Uh, this is all at Aintree. Uh, it started uh, yesterday, of course, Liverpool Day. Today's Ladies' Day down there. Uh, they're going to get through 8,000 bottles of champagne today alone. That's just Colleen and the friends. <laughs> yeah, that's just Colleen Nolan. Instead of texting, actually, someone says, Morning, guys, you're going to be picking the winner for the Grand National using Chelsea's lucky engagement ring. I'm feeling lucky because I actually won in the Cheltenham Gold Cup. Um, now, what, what, what did it fall on it in the Gold Cup? It was the Ring of Destiny. It, uh, it accurately and correctly fell on Long Run, who went on to, uh, I think it was the first ever amateur rider to win the Cheltenham Gold Cup, and we predicted it. We predicted it. not one it. of us had any sort of 
trusted ourselves. No, we didn't even so place a bet. We didn't place a bet. No. So if, if, you're, if you're kind of new <laughs> no. to this show, no, we lost out no. on potentially thousands. Yeah. If you're new to the show, what we used to do, I used to take off my wedding ring. And, but that's uh, gone forever now. But that's gone. I don't wear that so much these days. <laughs> and that's another story. I'm not getting into that now. Anyway, um, and uh, I used to throw it at the race card and it used to predict what the winner would be. So obviously since I got divorced, uh, now Chelsea's uh, using her engagement ring. And the first time we did it was just before the Cheltenham Gold Cup a few weeks ago. It actually only went to Blooming One and picked the winner. <laughs> so we're going to try it again Can you now. throw it a bit gentler? Yeah. <laughs> Get a bit scared. Yeah, Dominique just chips like a mother. <laughs> 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 so I've got Chelsea's ring in my hand. There it is in the... Oh, sorry, oh, you're right, oh, you're right about Diamond <laughs> Uh Okay, so I'm going to now throw it at the race card, okay? And whatever it lands on, we are going to get ourselves down oh, to Ladbrokes. Oh, God. Uh, and we are going to put a bet on, or we're going to go online, right? You ready? Okay, so this is it. And uh, bear in mind, ladies and gentlemen, it won last time. It predicted, out of whatever it was, 30 horses, predicted the winner last time. So let's see how we get on. You ready? Okay, careful. I'm giving a little kiss. I'm kissing Chelsea's oh, ring. Thanks. That's, that's nice. It's not the ring. <laughs> oh, that's too hard. Okay, Matt, read out who it's for. It's landed on Bala Briggs, uh, which is quite a good 14 to 1, the latest odds. I don't know if that's going to change between now and the race tomorrow. Uh, I've got the form here. Yep. Uh, it Let's won it. three races last year. Not sure about this year. Uh, it culminating, of course, who didn't know this, uh, with a Kim Muir at Cheltenham where he won with top weight, which is uh, which is a good thing, I think. I don't understand anything of what oh, he's I actually don't. saying, do you? The, the jockey, I, can, I can hear words. The jockey is Jason Maguire. Uh, he's a Stroud-based 30-year-old. He's tactically astute and he's strong. <laughs> Good. What, what colour is he in? He so races in yellow and green. Oh. Should never be seen unless upon a fool. Wow. What are you talking about? A lot of United fans will be quite angry with what you yeah. just said. I think it's I've actually got the red scarf. and green, isn't it? I've just got confused. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, okay, what was the name again? It's Bala Briggs. Bala Briggs. And what are the odds so far? 14 to 1, so it's up there. I'll okay. put a pound on. I'm put oh, good for you. Easy, Rockefeller. <laughs> Bala Briggs is our tip for the National. We'll all meet back here on Monday and see how we crack on. Q103. Toolandcast.